been away, and I'd like to explain why. This episode of the Special Strength Fitness Podcast is going to be very different from what you're used to. I think it's time we sat down, you and me, and we had a little one-on-one chat, and I told you guys a little bit about what's been going on with me. And I was hesitant to do this episode and resistant to this idea, especially because I don't believe in making myself out to be a celebrity. You guys all know my disdain for the Instagram culture and the show-off culture and and whatnot. But I think at a certain point in time, you know, you develop a relationship with your listeners as a podcaster, as an expert in your field, that you owe them a little bit of an explanation about where you are, what's going on with you, and sometimes when things don't go according to plan, why that happened. And it's not because, you know, I have to explain myself to anybody. It's just because you guys are on this journey with me. And I so appreciate the fact so many of you have reached out and said, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And and what's going on? I haven't seen any episode in a couple of weeks. And I appreciate that. And I love you guys for it. Thank you so much for keeping up with it and, and caring about the show. And I'm, I'm hoping that I, keep make, that I can keep making a difference in your life. But when I falter, I need to make sure you guys are also sometimes aware of that because we're all here to support each other. It just doesn't go one way. You know, it's not just me giving you advice and tips in life that help you. You guys are also there as my support. So even just getting some thoughts and, and words out to you from my heart to yours can help lighten the load on me sometimes. So without further ado, let's get right into it. If uh, you guys have been following this show pretty regularly, you know that we have a Facebook page, the Special Strength Fitness Podcast page, which is doing really well. I have a lot of people visiting the page and a lot of people checking that out. And that seems to be, at least on social media, so far the primary place where people can find me if they haven't found the show already. The other segment of this is, of course, my loyal listeners, people who are on my Facebook list, people who know me, people who know I have this show. And when I post the little snippets of every episode on Instagram at iKabir.fitness, people are checking those out and they, they like the bites. But if you have followed me for a while, you realize on the Facebook group, I stopped posting, or didn't really stop, but I, I I didn't upload too much after about you know episode thirteen and fourteen really, and uh, I'd like to explain why that is. I have recorded episodes and I have uploaded them onto the podcasting service. So if you go to Spotify, you know Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, you'll find you know episodes 15, 16, 17 already there. However, uh, you know I stopped engaging with the Facebook group a little bit because. I was going through some things myself, right? This pandemic has left nobody untouched. Everybody's been affected by it. I am not an exception to it. Just because I happen to understand how to navigate those difficult waters, how to, you know, mentally be strong and, and come out of these situations doesn't mean I still can't get affected by it. So, you know, this entire summer has been a very difficult journey for me personally because I'm, I'm, I'm used to being active and outdoors and, and in training in the gym and, and doing something useful with myself. So being locked up inside the home and then not being able to fully go enjoy the gym, having to schedule things. And then if things shift, as any parent knows, things shift on a dime with kids, then, uh oh, can't go to the gym anymore or can't go, you know, go running outside anymore because, you know, situation has changed and you've got to react to it accordingly. Uh, it just, it, it's affected me a lot. And I've tried my level best this summer to do what I said I would do, which is this time around when I come back and I try to help people get into their best health. I'm going to make sure my health is a priority. I will not sacrifice my health. And that includes my mental health to, you know, just go and make the podcast and help the clients and whatnot. No, if I know that I'm suffering, I will take the time 
and address it within myself and fix it before I come out and try to help somebody else. Because I'm a big believer that if you are broken and there's something going on with you that you just can't handle at the moment, you really need to focus in on that and get a handle on it before you go ahead and help somebody else out. Okay, This is especially true when it comes to mental issues and mental health. Being locked on, being cooped up has had a significant negative impact on me. Having the kids home from school and trying to study and work and, and do everything in life along with watching the kids and, and make sure they're learning and, and taking on this lockdown as, as it was, it's just, it was extremely difficult. Thankfully, lockdowns are over for now where I live in Canada. And, uh, you know, let's hope it stays that way. The Delta variant is on the rise and we're keeping an eye on it. But you know what? Uh, I'm past the lockdown so that I can be thankful for that. So what did I do when I was away from posting on the Facebook group and updating my podcast episodes on there? Well, I took a break from uploading on social media so much and I chased my mental peace and things that would help me de-stress. Now, why was I stressed? Well, like I alluded to, I was studying, I was working, I was watching the kids, you know, make sure their schooling is good to go then. You know, obviously spending time with the family, recreation time with the family, making sure everybody else in my family is staying sane. Because like I said, everybody's been affected by this pandemic. And then on top of that, trying to make sure I have some form of recreation, no matter what it is, whether it's taking a stroll outside, going for a hike, playing sports at whatever capacity I could find, meeting with friends, you know, socially distanced, etc. I decided that I needed to chase some things that helped me find my mental peace and de-stress myself because I was reaching a point that I know is counterproductive. It would only make me come out as the worst version of myself, not only to my family, but to you guys. And so I knew that podcasting needed to take a slight step back and my own health and mental peace needed to take a step forward. And I'm sharing this because a lot of people talk about their success in this world. A lot of people want to show you their successful, you know, glitzy, glamour, money, fame, whatever pictures and, and, you know, that vision of themselves. But I want to be as real as possible and show you, listen, everybody goes through struggles, myself included. And my coping mechanism, although could I have done it better? Yeah, sure, I could have done it better. But that was my coping mechanism this summer at the time. And this is why I did it. And this is why I needed to do it. By being real with you guys, I'm hoping that those of you out there who have this a little bit of guilt saying, oh, you know, I should have done this. I should have done that. I could have done it differently. You understand that even somebody like myself who, who's gone through this before, this whole, you know, being mentally strong, you know, coming out of things like this. Even myself, knowing all the things I know and having proven to myself that I can survive all these things and come out of them properly and deal with them properly, even I have times when I don't deal with them properly and I know I need to detach from things and take a moment to myself. Okay. The other reason I took a break from podcasting every week is because anybody who finds success, okay, most successful people who are honest, who are, who are actually, you know, the people they say they are, the, the real experts in their fields, they have the negative thoughts within. Okay. It's called imposter syndrome. You might have heard of it. And if you haven't, essentially what it is, is when you are good at something, okay, truly good at it, and you know what you're trying to do is good for the people who are listening to you and taking your advice in. Imposter syndrome is that little voice in your head that says, no, you're really not that good. You're a fraud. You're, you know, there's no way people will listen to you, blah, 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 because of XYZ reason. If you listen to my earlier podcast, I talked about how I suffer from imposter syndrome because I refuse to participate in the, I'm going to take my shirt off and take a picture for Instagram every two hours game, right? I still don't do that. That's not, that's not what I'm about. And because of that, I suffer thinking, man, if I'm not willing to play that game, then who am I? Who, who am I to advise people on fitness? You know, if I don't put myself out there and show my body like the rest of, you know, these clowns out there, 
then, then why should people listen to me? That's the imposter syndrome talking. And as the podcast grew, as it got more and more views and listens and success, I started to get that again, that, oh man, like I, I know I'm really helping people out there reaching out to me, but you know, there's so many better podcasts out there that, you know, that's my inner voice talking. There's so many, you know, other people who, who people should listen to. And it's not really true, to be honest with you. Like if, if you sit back and objectively look at yourself and you suffer from imposter syndrome, you realize how important the things you have to say are, but you convince yourself that you're not good enough because honestly, it's a psychological mechanism to protect ourselves from expecting better from ourselves. So this gives successful people or, or or talented people an out. It gives them a plan B. It allows them to fail and then say, oh yeah, it's because I'm not as good as XYZ other person. I've grown a lot in the last few years and I've, I, I don't compare myself to anybody else. And I, and I usually had it anyways, but in the last few years in particular, especially when it comes to social media and personal training and fitness and all of this, uh, I, I don't compare myself to anybody else. I always look up to the people who I consider are better at something than me or have more experience than, than me because I want to be as good and better than them and become even a better expert and a better coach in nutrition, fitness, psycho psychology, etc. However, I don't beat myself up and compare myself. But if you understand anything about South Asian upbringing, and God bless my parents, they've d done, you know, whatever they could in their life, but they they were conditioned a certain way, so they ended up raising myself and uh, a certain me a certain way. And one of the things that comes with a Southeast Asian culture is they always compare you to their friends and families and everybody else's kids. It's a constant thing. Anybody from Southeast Asia, Asia, they understand this. In North America, that's not so much a thing, at least that I've seen. But dear Lord. Uh, it's it's like day one you're born and they're like oh yeah my baby has more hair than the other kid or my baby isn't as tall as the other kid or uh, a common one that i hear now being a parent as well oh my baby is not as chubby as the other baby it's just it's just something that seems to be ingrained in the culture unfortunately and i and i really hope that in the future we don't have to deal with this in in, in this way but what happened with me in particular was Early in my life, it affected me in the sense, you know, I was always wondering why are my parents comparing me to other kids and what they're doing and, and how successful they are. I still remember to, to, to this day, you know, my, 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 my dad, he, he was encouraging me to learn typing without looking at the letters when I first, you know, was getting comfortable with the computer and laptops and whatnot. And he made a comparison to my cousin who had been in North America for at least, uh, I want to say at least six to six to eight years before me, you know? He, he made a comparison to my cousin saying, Oh, look at, look at, look at your cousin. You know, she can type so well and, and so fast without looking. And in my head, even at that young age, I was, I was, I don't know, I was maybe 12 or 13. I was thinking, I'm like, how does that make sense? I'm just barely getting used to a computer, or the keyboard, and I'm just starting to learn. Of course, I want to improve and I want to get better at typing and whatnot. But what does her typing have to do with me? And honestly, like, you know, in later years, when I started to process all these things that left their mark on me, I realized that in their own way, my parents were trying to say, hey, aspire to be as good as this person, aspire to be better than this person, aspire to be, you know, just that good or better. But the way they came about it and, and the way they talked to me about it and the way they, they voiced it, it almost sounded like they were, um, what's the right word here? It almost sounded like they were pointing down at me saying, oh, you're not good enough. And I know where that comes from. Having thought about it, having understood my parents' upbringing and their generation, I understand that their parents raised them that way as well. A lot of them, you know, it was, you're not good enough. You're not good enough compared to XYZ person. And they internalized it and passed it on to us. Now, I have 
you know, like I said, God bless my parents. They, they moved countries. They moved countries many times to give me the, the best life possible. So no matter how many things I say, you know, they could have done better. They, they did a lot of things that I can never repay. But I understood later in life that, you know what? Like they didn't know how to parent. I'm the firstborn in my family. They did, they didn't know how to parent. They learned with me. They experimented with me and they did what they thought they knew, which is what, you know, their parents taught them and their friends and family. And we do the same as parents in our generation. We do the same. The benefit we have though is at least me. I've lived in different countries. I've, we have the internet. We have access to information and we have access to understanding and knowledge that our parents' generation didn't. So we can now go to therapy. We can now look up parental resources, books about parenting, things like this that our parent, our parents' generation didn't really have to the same degree as we do. So it does make an absolute difference when you think about it, things like that. But to come back to my initial point about the imposter syndrome, you know, podcast was doing better. I was starting to get that imposter syndrome coming at me. It wasn't affecting me as negatively as it was before, but it was still annoying and gnawing at the back of my head for no good reason whatsoever. Okay. So I knew that, you know what? I can't just keep bull rushing forward with something when I know this imposter syndrome is trying to take me down from within. So I need to take a break. I need to step away from making these episodes and, and have that conversation within myself saying, Hey, what do you mean by you're not good enough? What do you mean by people shouldn't listen to yourself? Because again, if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, the worst thing you can do is run away from it and, and try to kind of bull rush your way through whatever you're an expert at and try to do more of it because imposter syndrome will only grow until you challenge it. It's like a bully, right? If you keep running away from the bully, he's just going to keep tormenting you. You got to turn around and give him a nice shot in the face. Okay. Just give him a nice solid punch the gut and tell him, Hey, I'm standing my ground. You might beat me today, but no problem. I'm standing right here right? The moment you do that, the bully stops because they don't realize, uh oh, you know, this person has a fight in them. They're not just running away. I, I, right. It's the same thing with imposter syndrome. So I need to take that time. Next reason. And this is probably the biggest reason why I stepped away was multiple priorities. Okay. During this pandemic, a lot of people have tried to reinvent themselves and change themselves and upgrade themselves. I'm no different. I realized that working, you know, in a nine to five and, and this and that, it's just, it's just not for me. I've always known that, but I knew that it's not a sustainable way. If you want to have, you know, in this world, if you want to do well for yourself, so your family is well supported, uh, a nine to five, unless you're very highly skilled in a particular field. And in my case, you know, I, I'm not super, super specialized or skilled in the typical doctor, lawyer, engineer fields. So for me, that doesn't work at this time. So I knew that I had to upgrade myself. I had to go back to school and upgrade my, my education and my learning so I can apply to further things. I had to go and learn more about the human body, nutrition, anatomy, just because not only does that make me a better personal trainer, a better nutrition coach, it also helps me further my career in the medical field and, and potentially in the medical field down the line because that's my, my background. My background is in biology, health studies, and, and the medical field. So uh, multiple priorities. I was, I was trying to explore new career pathways during the pandemic that I had never given a chance to, right? Remote work was a new thing now. So I wanted to ex explore there and just see, hey, like what is remote work going to be like for me if I choose to do X, Y, Z? I had a few opportunities in hand, so I want to give my give my, my best to those. Uh, so without giving too much out, basically I had multiple priorities and multiple priorities, when you have them in your life, what they do is they compete with each other, okay? They start to compete in terms of what you want to pursue. And in my case, I've always known that I'm really good at everything, but when I put my mind to one thing at a time and do them sequentially, I'm the best. 
So I knew that no matter how good I was at juggling everything at the same time, I had to step away from some things in order to give other things room to breathe, room to grow, and room to really explore those things that I'd never explored before. So for a few weeks there, you know, June and July time, I really needed to kind of step away and focus in. Okay, One of the things that happened in the summer is when I was taking my summer semester courses, a lot of things happened that were out of my control that really affected my studying. So I knew that, you know, I was behind the, behind the cue ball. I was, I was playing catch up with studies and I was not doing, I was potentially not going to do as well as this semester as I did the semester before. The semester before I smashed it. And that's amazing for me coming back to school in my thirties after, you know, 11, 12 years of not studying in a university setting and doing better than I did when I was in full-time school as a student. To me, that spoke a lot to me and I didn't want to lose that edge. So I knew that I had to prioritize my studies because unfortunately, a lot of things happened this summer, a lot that completely threw things off, completely took study time away from me. It's just, you know, life happens. And unfortunately, you got to deal with it. So I knew I had to deal with it. I, I got back on the grind and I'm happy to report that because I took that time and because I stepped away from podcasting and a few other things, including, you know, working out regularly, but I had to do it. It paid off. The things that I prioritized, I did really well on and I needed to because I can't go back to them. See, I can always come back here and record another episode, but I can't go back to, you know, th- the things that have a time stamp on them. So thank God I, I made those decisions and they paid off for me. So anybody who's in my position and you know you have multiple priorities competing with each other, it's okay to let some of them be on the shelf for now. It's okay to juggle as long as they don't have a timestamp on them and you don't have to follow a specific time sequence. Shelf some things, prioritize the others, and go at them hard because you just don't know what you're capable of until you really, really focus in. Okay, I've talked about this before. There's a nice image that really put it together for me is somebody drew a circle and they drew 10 lines coming out of them from different places and they all go a short distance. But if you take each of those lines and add them up into one single line and go in one direction, that's going to be a deep, deep pursuit. And that's what this is. If you take one thing or, or focus on a couple of things and go deep, you'll make a lot more progress and do a lot better in them before you can switch to the next thing. If you try to do everything at the same time, you'll get, you know, you'll move forward in everything, but nowhere near, uh, you know, the best that you could have. So multiple priorities, I had to deal with that. And finally, I had to be honest with myself, and I've talked about this already here, but I needed to sit back and have that conversation saying, listen, you're clearly struggling here. You haven't been able to go to the gym. You haven't been able to play sports or compete in martial arts or train in martial arts. You haven't been able to do the things you usually do that help you stay sane and balanced and and, and focused. This lockdown, this pandemic, the kids being at home instead of school. My kids, you know, hate my, my older daughter. She hated virtual school. Like it just did not work for her. And I completely understand why, right? Seeing that and trying to get them, you know, to navigate them through their education so they don't miss out on that. To try to save family vacations and and get something out of the summer and make sure those trips were happening because it, it was important for the mental peace of the entire family. All of these things, you know, I had to be honest with myself and say, listen, I'm not at my best right now. So if I record a podcast and talk about mental fortitude and this and, and nutrition and, and, and that, you know what? I'm not at my best, so I may not be able to give my best to my listeners. I may not be able to give my best to my clients. I was actually supposed to learn uh, to run a summer, uh, you know, fitness program, just like I did in the spring. I was supposed to run one in the summer, but I actively chose not to because once there were some tech issues I had to figure out, you know, 
the pandemic affected the companies that were going to host my course. So I had to go rebuild that and do all of that. But second, I knew that, you know what, right now I'm struggling and I cannot put my clients before me because at the moment I do that, they're not going to get the best version of me. So I had to be honest with myself and say, listen, I'm not at my best right now. And it would be a disservice to everybody I'd be help, trying to help. And especially also to me to try and, and, and pretend like everything's, you know, great and rosy and there's no issues. I'm not that guy. I'm not the one who's going to hold the product on Instagram and pose and take a picture and pretend like life is great, even though it's not. When life is not great and I need to go deal with myself, I will do it because history has taught me. My life has taught me. Studying historical figures has taught me. You cannot just fake till you make it. You cannot fake it till you make it in the long term. You can do it in the short term, but eventually you will be found out, you will break, and then the damage is far worse. It was far more important to me to take that time for myself and really figure out how do I come out of this? How do I come out of this strong? So when I come back, they're getting the best version of me. And I promise you guys, you know, I want to make sure I give you the very best of me. Okay. If at some point I feel I'm not, okay, I will pause until I'm back to that. Great example. A couple of episodes ago, I said, Hey, my next episode is going to come out in two days. <laughs> that was more like two weeks. So, you know, it's one of those things where the intentions are there. I'm, I'm ready to serve. I'm here. But all of a sudden, something comes up where I know, you know what? I've got to focus on this other thing now. Okay. If I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to fall off the straight path here. I'm going to fall off my focus and I'm not going to be my best for you guys. So there you go. In a nutshell, in 20 minutes there, I appreciate anybody who's listened this far. I don't mean to cry about my life. That's not what this is about. It's just about being transparent with you, especially the loyal listeners that, you know, I've had some things going on just like every single one of you. But here I am back to podcasting. And I promise you by the end of this year, we will get caught up on all 52, 53 episodes that I have planned. One for every single week of the year. Uh, that's the plan at least. And I'm going to do my level best to get us caught up in that because I want to make sure we have a very amazing year one. So year two is even better. Now, if you guys have struggled through the pandemic, I want to hear from you. Okay, you guys are always messaging me, you know, DMing me and private messaging me, which I appreciate. But go to the Facebook page, go to the Special Strength Fitness Podcast Facebook page and comment there on this episode. When I put the clips of this episode up and I share it on my stories, comment there like some of you already have. I want to hear from you. What have been some of the challenges that you have dealt with throughout this pandemic? And, and what are some of the things you've done to come out of them or come out better, right? Because everybody's faced something. Every single person has faced something. I want to hear from you. I also want to uh, ask you guys in general, and you guys can send me a message about this, uh, if you guys are interested, I think what I'm going to try to do one of these episodes is actually record a video and put it up on YouTube as the first video of our channel. Okay, so little preview there. I am working on a YouTube channel for this particular podcast. Um, I'm joining the YouTube podcasting world because I think a lot of people enjoy seeing a visual presentation with the audio. I'm certainly like that. When I listen to podcasts, that's great on a long drive, but generally speaking, I'll just go to YouTube and look up the podcast episode if I can, if they, if they have it, and I'll, and I'll look at it because I'm a visual person. I like visual information and podcasting as much of an audio experience as it is, it really has become a visual media as well. So let me know if you guys want a video component to these podcasts so you can actually see me talking, you can see me talking to the guests, and I'd love to get that feedback before I actually launch into it in a big way. Thank you guys for sticking around with me for about 25 minutes today. I, I have made a shift in my episodes and I'm trying to keep them within 30 minutes or less because I understand that the longer form episodes are great when I'm doing interviews, but when it comes to information and jam-packed things, 
you guys want it quick. You guys want it fast. And I understand that. So here's me trying to be better for you. Here's me returning to podcasting. I appreciate every single one of you who's been hounding me saying, Hey, when's the next episode coming out? What's going on with you? How, you know, I appreciate it. I love the support. Please keep supporting this show and I will see you guys later. 